And a special good morning to our friends from Trinity, Gregson Lane. It's good to see you all. I've got one or two notices um, before we can begin anything. The first one is to, uh, just a reminder that the longest night service is on Wednesday, the 21st of December at 6.30. This will be a quiet reflection service at the heart of Christmas for those who may find the Christmas period stressful or difficult or too challenging. So uh, you'll be welcome at that. There is room. Uh, please do not remove the chairs at the end of the service today as we have other guests here this afternoon. It's always very kind when people do help us put the chairs away, but not today. The Christmas notices will be in the foyer. There's one of these. If anybody wants one, uh, please help yourself. They're the normal ones we get each year. There's also the sphere out there and the December uh, prayer diary. Also, there will be a Lancashire Sings Christmas here on the 15th of December in the upstairs room at 7 o'clock sharp. Singing starts at 7. So with all the notices done, it's good to welcome our illustrious guests from Trinity. Oh, Jill! <laughs> as well as welcoming Karen, as always, and our Denise. Our Denise. <laughs> we'll just have a, a moment's silence before we have a prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, we come today longing to welcome, worship, meet and greet you, but conscious also that just as many were not ready to receive you when you first entered our world, so we too can be less prepared than we think. Our narrowing expectations or misplaced assumptions closing our minds to your presence amongst us. So we ask that as we draw near to you, you will draw near to us, stirring our hearts and capturing our imagination. Prepare us to recognize your, you afresh at work in our lives and our world, and so make us ready to serve you today and always. Amen. Now I'll hand you over to where there is room. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Bamber Bridge. Um, I know that we've got some folk here from Trinity. Have we got anyone here from any of our other churches in the circuit? Yeah? We, Kingsfold? Fullwood? Loon Street Central? Good. Welcome to you all. You're very welcome. This is a circuit service today. And this service is being run on four different sites throughout our circuit with exactly the same content, hymns, readings. But we'll all have our particular slant on it as those who are leading worship. I've got a question for you to begin with. How many people here have ever taken part in a nativity play when you were at school? Oh, oh, quite a few. Did anybody get to play Mary? No. 
Oh, Linda. Anybody get to play Joseph? No. Anybody get to play the innkeeper? Yes. What was the famous line that the innkeeper had to say? There's no room in the inn. Well, this service is going to flip that line because there's plenty of room. There's room in our churches, there's room in our hearts for all. The Methodist Church is urging us this Advent to really think about that. How do we make room for all? What do we do? What might we have to change? What might we have to stop doing? What might we have to do better or more of? So we're going to think about that throughout our service today. Have in your heads, there is room. Okay, so we're going to hear a a video now that the staff team have put together. I don't think any of us are going to win any Oscars for this performance, but uh, we're going to see that now. Here is your Advent Team Challenge. Here is our Team Challenge. This is your Advent. There is Room, No Room, Room Challenge. We are to see how many of us can fit into a car in two minutes. Oh, that sounds fun. Sounds like a bit of a squeeze to me. Are you ready? Three, two, one, go! demonstrating the Advent theme for this year. There is room. The Christmas story reminds us there is room for all in God's story. Whether you're rich or poor, a wise man or a shepherd, a refugee or animals in God's creation. God's story is so amazing 
and there is even room for a revelation by his angel. At this Advent, let's explore how Jesus' birth changed everything and made room for all in God's kingdom. As Methodists, we may seek to demonstrate God's love and our love for all by our open, inclusive, welcoming nature, by saying to all people, There is room for you. was a bit of fun, wasn't it? Um, Linda, if you'd like to come up now, because we're going to light our Advent uh, candles. So if you want to stand just at the front here, and then I'll let there be light at the right time. <laughs> it's Advent, not yet Christmas. It's time for you and me to prepare. There should be um, some words up on the screen. And the next bit, okay, I'll start again. It's Advent, not yet Christmas. It's time for you and me to prepare, to get ready for the coming of the Christ child. The day will come, so now we prepare to welcome. Let us take time to reflect for ourselves. When God reigns, there is room for you and me. Let us reflect on the path in life we have chosen. When God reigns, let us reflect on God's love for us and all people. When God reigns, there is room for you and me. Let us, be, let us reflect, be awake and be ready. When God reigns, there is room for you and me. Let us prepare to receive Christ, the most important gift of all. When God reigns, there is room for you and me. Let us light our first candle. It's for you and me as we watch and wait. Thank you. to worship God together. We've come to worship the light of the world who came down into this dark world to bring his light and his salvation. We sing together. It's number 175 in Singing the Faith, or it's up on the screen. Light of the world, you step down into darkness.
And we stand, uh, keep standing up, don't we? Does it now? <laughs> standing here, And we sing, um, walk in the light. The spirit lives to set us free. Walk, walk in the light. Get me knees going. We now come before the Lord in a time of prayer. Let us pray. Wonderful and amazing God, giver of all things, we join together with joy on this first Sunday in Advent 
to thank and praise you for all that you give to each and every one of us. We remember how you had loved, guarded and guided your people across the centuries and right up until this day, this hour and this minute. We thank you that you took on human form, coming to our world through Jesus Christ. We reflect on his birth in Bethlehem, his life and ministry, and his death and resurrection. And we celebrate his living presence now through his Holy Spirit amongst us. Lord Jesus Christ, as you came once, so you shall come again to establish your kingdom and fulfill the purpose of our Father who sent you. Help us to remember that despite the long years of expectation and the desire of so many of us to see you, there were few who found room for you when you finally came. Father, this morning, save us from complacency, from being precious about our churches and the ways in which we worship, as we, as we remember that you found a place for all people in your heart. And we ask that, with arms open wide, we also will find a place in our hearts for everyone this Advent, this Christmas time, and always. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Saviour, and our beloved friend. Amen. Now we join together in saying the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. If we're going to talk about um, having room for all people, we're going to have to have somewhere for all these people to come. So my first question is, has anybody in this room got any building experience? <laughs> Don't be shy. Don't hold your light under a bushel. Okay. So we're all starting from scratch here, which is a good thing. So I'm going to need some volunteers to help me because all around the room you will see different cardboard boxes. First of all, we're going to need all the boxes bringing to the front. If somebody could start doing that. And we're going to have to start building a house with these boxes. So if anybody's got any building experience, it'd be really useful. Or really tall people might be useful. Or now, who's going to take control? What do you think? Are you, are you good at building? What do you think? It's a start. <laughs> think about the shape. Yeah, does it need a chimney? 
should have a Bob the Builder hat, shouldn't we? Are they putting them in the right place? So while, while people are building, when you came in, you should have been given a post-it note and a pencil or something to write with. Okay? You're going you're to need just to find that now. Just fair warning. Oh, it's looking good. So on your post-it note, you should have a post-it note. Like that. No, not that. I want you to have a think. Now you've got your post-it note in your hand. Okay. If you were opening a house up that was for everybody or anybody to come to, what kinds of things would that house need to have in it or not have in it? What would it need to feel like? For example... Would it need to be warm? Yes, it's warm in here. Okay, so start writing something on your post-it that you think a house that anybody could come to would need to be. And if if you're able to, come and stick your post-it on the house. If you're not able to come out with it, if you put hold your post-it up and Jill will come and collect it from you. Would it would it need Wi-Fi? Good question. Wi-Fi maybe. A house for anybody to live in. Come and stick them on the house. Anywhere. Anywhere. Just, yep. On the post-its, something that this house would need to be or have in it if it was a welcome to everybody. Where do you want to put it? Stick it on. I'll stick it here. Press it on. Okay. Ice cream top. Oh. <laughs> right, let's start reading some of these out, Jill, shall we? And see what we've got. 
Okay. So. Yes. Right. This is a typical Methodist one. Tea and cake. Tea and cake. <laughs> Hands up if you think tea and cake should be in there. Yeah. What else we got? I'm going to put this one. Do you want to read one out for me? Yeah. Go on. Which one? Welcoming. Friendly and welcoming. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, let's have a vote. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to hold you all to that. Friendly and welcoming. Another one? Comfy bed. Comfy bed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Kettle ready for a cup of tea. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Do you want to read another one? A roof. Did you put a roof on your house? I'm glad. Okay. We've got dry and warm, which I think is very topical at the moment, isn't it? And a front door and a back door. Health and safety. We've got a hot shower. Yeah. Hot shower. Damp course. <laughs> What's that you know? Damp cores, underfloor heating, sewers and electricity. <laughs> I think I know who wrote that. <laughs> uh, water. Water we've got. Did we get disabled access in this house? Through there. Should we test? Should we test it, Jill? Well, you need to get a wheelchair through. We've got warm, comfortable, friendly, good company, tea and cake, a TV for the football, obviously. Wi-Fi, big wide door. Non-judgmental, a phone, big wide door, a big wide. (laughs) Is it not very wide? Maybe we could make it wider in the next hymn. Is that a challenge? Right. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Well done, everybody. you so much for taking part in that and if anybody wants to build more we've got lego and wooden bricks and things at the back and we've got pictures of houses so that you're welcome to go and do that or you're welcome to try and make a wider door (laughs) (laughs) just be careful i haven't done a risk assessment for them in a few minutes later on in the service we're going to be thinking about what this actually means for us as churches today. How do we actually ensure that there is room for everybody? And within that, I think there has to be a certain amount of, sorry, we sometimes get this wrong. And we're going to hear a a video version of our prayers of confession now.
last slide there, we saw the words, help us to recognise that there is room in our houses for everyone to be. I think we're now going to um, sing, let us build a house. This is where you need your hymn books, I'm afraid, due to copyright issues, we can't project this hymn onto the screen anymore. Um, So we're going to follow this one in the hymn book and it's number 409.
Our first reading is taken from the book of Isaiah, chapter 2 and verses 1 to 5. It is the message Isaiah got regarding Judah and Jerusalem. There's a day coming when the mountain of God's house will be the mountain, solid, towering over all mountains. All nations will river towards it. People from all over set out on it. They'll say, come, let's climb God's mountain, go to the house of the God of Jacob. He'll show us the way he works so we can live the way we're made. Zion's the source of the revelation. God's message comes from Jerusalem. He'll settle things fairly between nations. He'll make things right between many peoples. They'll turn their swords into shovels, their spears into hoes. No more will nation fight nation. They won't play war anymore. Come, family of Jacob, let's live in the light of God. Amen. This reading is from uh, Matthew 24, 36 to 44. For the exact hour, uh, but the exact day and hour, no one knows that, not even heaven's angels, not even the Son, only the Father knows. The arrival of the Son of Man will take place in times like Noah's. Before the great flood, everyone was carrying on as usual, having a good time, right up to the day Noah boarded the ark. They knew nothing until the flood hit and swept away, swept everything away. The son of man, the son of man's arrival, will take, will be like that. Two men will be working in a field. One will be taken, one left behind. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken, one left behind. Stay, stay awake, alert. You have no idea what day your master will show up. But you do know this. You know that if the homeowner had known what time of night the burglar would arrive, he would have been there with his dogs to prevent the break-in. Be vigilant just like that. You have no idea when the, mon- when the Son of Man is going to show up. now and it's a song that's um it's actually on on uh, a youtube video but we all stand and we'll sing together with it you might not know it um but it's easy to pick up and easy to do come all you vagabonds come all you who don't belong journey come wait a while stay a while welcome you'll be come all you questioners looking for answers and searching for reasons and sense in it all come all you fallen and come all you broken 
can find strength for your body and food for your soul. Come to the feast, there is room at the table. Come, let us meet in this place. With the king of all kindness, he welcomes us in with the wonder of love and the power of grace. The wonder of love and the power of grace. Come those who worry about houses and money, and all those who don't have a care in the world. From every station and orientation, the helpless, the hopeless, the young and the old. Come to the feast, there is room at the table. Come, let us meet in this place. With the king of all kindness, who welcomes us in with the wonder of love and the power of grace. The wonder of love and the power of grace. Come all believers and dreamers and schemers, and come all you restless just searching for home. Shakers and givers and takers, the happy, the sad, the lost and alone. Come self-sufficient with wearied ambition and come those who feel at the end of the road. Fiery debaters and religion haters, accusers, abusers, the hurt and ignored. Come to the feast, there is room at the table. done a marvellous job with our house Um, but it doesn't meet all of our needs does it I mean I was desperate for somebody to put a post-it up as saying hot water or um, hot chocolate Um, but we know we can't all fit in it was great for Seren and and, uh, Violet because they they could bend down and get in but I would struggle to get down there we've all got lots of different needs And what we see is that there's a great difference between us. Some can get in, others can't. Some are tall enough to see through the windows, others of us are vertically challenged. We're all unique and there's always more to each one of us. And it's only by inviting another into your room, your space, our home, that we get to know them better. Our house needs to be ready to be welcoming so that whoever turns up can be welcomed. We don't know what time of day or night, but we need to be ready and prepared to welcome them. I want you just for a minute, and this is where you're going to have to be a little bit um, choosy, to share something with someone perhaps you don't know very well So you might have to just look behind or in front of you rather than your spouse or your friend next door and share something with them that they wouldn't know about you. Very quickly, one minute.
And time's up. Trouble is, once you get started, it's hard to stop, isn't it? And find your places. It's very difficult, isn't it, once you've started to then stop? Yeah. It was great to see some people actually looking around and moving to where perhaps they didn't see somebody that they knew. Who found something out very interesting that they're willing to share? Yes, Kath. Margaret comes from Yorkshire. I'm sure we won't hold that against Margaret. We're all very welcoming, aren't we, in Lancashire? Marlene. Oh, right. Well, you're all right, Jill, because we haven't actually got any horses in here today. Okay. Jesus takes our concept, our cosy concept of, ne- of neighbourliness, um, people we know, people we like, people nearby, people like us, and blows it apart. Neighbourliness, if I can say it properly, he says, is not just about physical proximity. It's an attitude of mind, a relationship with humanity as a whole. Now, we live in a world, and I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, we live in a world of 24-hour rolling news, and our worldwide connectivity is amazing, especially when the Wi-Fi actually works. Never have we known our global neighbourhood better. Do we allow that knowledge, though, to confront our own racial social and political preconceptions and prejudices or simply confirm them? Something for you to think about while I take a quick drink. Coming closer to home in our own local neighbourhood, our friendship circles, if we're honest, really honest with ourselves, tend to be formed of people who are like us, whom we like. It's human nature to construct such safety comfort zones, buffers to the world out there. But our everyday front lines, whatever and wherever they may be, will often take us outside those comfort zones and places us alongside people who are not like us. It might be in the workplace, it might be in our leisure interests, It might be the neighbours that we live nearby. Even people that we don't particularly like. Or perhaps they don't particularly like us either. But there's always a starting place to build a relationship. There is always something we can find in common. And again, we need to confront our own prejudices and preconceptions about it to look beyond the likeness and the likability, to see instead that person through Jesus' eyes, looking for the image of God in that person. 
the neighbour he calls us to love. And that is anybody and everybody. But in a world of walls and fences and exclusion, I wonder where do we see the signs of the inclusive kingdom that God talks about, that Jesus foretells? Where do we see those signs? What are we being called to do to bring about that change that's needed? Or maybe even more change? Indeed, what really needs to change if the world is to be ready for Jesus' return? In this house, all are welcome. Jesus didn't ask us to choose like picking teams at school. All are welcome, and that means each and every one of us. There's room for all, not just in here, but way beyond these doors. As far as we can see, there is room for all. The question is, are we prepared to accept others into our house, our community, our space? This is the house that we built, but it's not ours. It's God's. Put up your hands if any of you at any point have ever shared a house or shared a room with someone else. Quite a few. Well, if we love someone, don't we put up with things like their snoring, <laughs> leaving towels on the bathroom floor, not putting things away, putting them on the stairs? Or maybe even Denise eating your Maltesers. <laughs> Yet if we have shared a room or a house with someone else, I wonder what they felt were the challenges of living with us. What did we present them with? There are challenges both ways, but we learn to grow and live together to compromise, to look for the best in each other. But there is another part to this. It's not only about welcoming people into God's house, where there is room for all, but there's also a decision to be made about being willing to come into the house. Everyone has a decision to make. I wonder what yours will be. Will you welcome someone in? Or are you willing to be welcomed in and to welcome others in, to invite them in? And sometimes, as we said, it doesn't need to be in here. It can be out there. Lots of things to think about, how we can be even more welcoming I'm always a bit sad to hear when I say to someone, oh, 
what's that person's husband or what's that person's name or have have they done this and they go well actually I don't know and they've been coming to the same church for years and that's really sad so it's not just about those out there but about those inside who might not feel welcomed even in their own house lots of food for thought to be challenged by to be comforted by and to look out for each other now, thinking of others, Kath's going to lead us in our prayers for others. Let us pray. We pray for places of war. For terror. for despair, we pray for those who've no room or no place to lay their head. We pray that there may be room for refugees. Room for the hungry. Those who've lost so much through natural disaster, for young and old, for those who've experienced disaster. For difference, we pray for you, that all may have room made for them. Amen. On your way in, you should have been given one of these little houses. Okay, on a string. If you haven't, we can get one to you at the end of the service. We want you all to, all to have one. And on the house it says, there is room. There is room. I want you to take this with you today. I want you to really consider who you might invite to a church service or a church event over this coming Advent. Put it somewhere prominent, either you know, on your, on your windowsill. You might even want to hang it on your tree if you've got it up already or if it's going up soon. Just to remind you that there is room. There is room for everyone. And there's a lot of people who maybe don't actually realise or know that they belong. So please do that over the coming days. We're going to sing our our final hymn, and it's, Lord, the light of your love is shining in the midst of the darkness, shining. We'll just wait for the drummer to get into place.
want to remind you that on Thursdays, between well, the next three Thursdays, there is a Bible study, a circuit Bible study, continuing looking at this theme at two o'clock till three o'clock here, and in the evening on Zoom at seven till eight. The other thing is there's going to be refreshments at the end, and we hope as many of you can stay and join in. 
There will also be a retiring collection for All Weekend's East African Appeal, um, where it's very, very bad, the situation at the moment, and there's lots of starving people. So um, we decided as a circuit that all the collections today will go to the East African Appeal. So if you can, please be as generous as possible. Lastly, we're going to have um, the Makaton UK Blessing. Now, it is five minutes long. Feel free to sit there for the five minutes if you wish, because obviously it goes through and it repeats it. So once you've heard the blessing once, feel free to get up and move if you need to leave or go and start the refreshments. Thank you all very much for coming, and thank you to everybody who's been taken, who's always moved, who's taken part and um, joined in. I leave you with the blessing. My name's Becky George. Welcome to our Makaton UK Blessing. Thank you.
Oh